0: Uh, let's let's start reading that verse 28 to keep from doing so much reading. Uh, St. John 8, verse 28. Let's start reading there. Then said Jesus unto them, when ye have lifted up the son of man, then ye shall know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself, but as my father hath taught me, I speak these things. And he... And, and he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone. And this is the reason why. For I do always those things that please him. Okay? We're talking about first basis membership. Jesus is telling us in order to be members and... Going back to the scripture, where um, I believe it's, uh, you all will bear with me here. Uh, Trying to get my notes here. And, okay. Nope. Okay. I thought I had my notes. Okay, here they are. All right. Now, in Matthew 16, 18, Jesus said, And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. So that's what we're talking about, right? Membership into Christ's church, which is the church of God. All right? And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now remember that when we go into the scriptures tonight. Now going back to St. John 8 chapter verse 29 he said for the Father I'm kind of reading at the end part here for the Father have not left me alone and the reason for that is that he said I do always those things that please him. Amen. This is one of the qualifications for membership. Right. Jesus was saying, well I'm gonna read verse, uh, 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 verse 16. He said, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey, his servants ye, ye are to whom ye obey, rather of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were, okay, key word, were the servants of sin. We're not servants anymore now. We don't serve sin anymore. We were at one time the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine. See, it takes a certain doctrine that we have to adhere to in order order to understand uh, what God requires. Okay? There's a certain doctrine that we have in the church of God that we all have to adhere to. All right? So you have obeyed from the heart. Not just from the head. You obeyed from the heart. What, what, what does that mean? Obey from the heart. Don't you know that if something in my heart, nothing can move me. Death itself cannot move me. If it's in my heart. I'll die with it. See, when I get the word of God in my heart, nothing can move me. Nothing can move me. But I got to get it in my heart. This is the reason why most of the disciples, they died. They were murdered. They were slaughtered. They knew what was coming. But what they had in their hearts superseded that. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. All right. I'm still on membership, am I? <laughs> alright so he says here uh, verse 17 but God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine this is how you, this is how you become a member now you cannot come and be a members of God's church except that you obey the right form of doctrine you can't obey just like uh one preacher used to say of you, the reason why some people are Baptist is because they have Baptist doctrine. Right. Some people that are Catholic, they have Catholic, Catholic doctrine. Right. Okay? You cannot be a Baptist following Catholic doctrine. Okay? You cannot become a member of God's church except for the doctrine that we have to adhere to. Right. We have, there's a certain form of doctrine okay which was delivered verse 18 it says being then after you've obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine being then after you've obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine being then made free from sin all right so we understand that membership makes you sin free that's the requirement just to get in the church you have to be free from everything that you know personally is wrong. If you're not living like that, then you're not free. All right. And if you're not free, you're not in God's church. All right. Uh, okay. So let's go to second base now. All right. Discovering my ministry. My, no, my maturity, excuse me. Maturity. What does it mean to be mature? It means to be of a, a full age. It means to be, and I don't have all the scriptures before me. I have a few, but not all the scriptures. But Paul told the, I believe it was the Corinthians, he said that uh, you need someone to teach you. The things that you should be teaching others. In so many words. You should be teachers. But you have need to be taught. Other words, you're not mature. You're still on milk. You're still on... Come on now. You're still on milk can i get playing with us tonight can i get playing with us you still on they didn't call me now i'm all hurt i can't take it the saints don't love me gotta get playing with us tonight you still on milk Somebody walked by me and they shake my hand and I'm like, "What's wrong with her? Oh, wow. Walk by me and they shake my hand. You still on milk? That's the reason. To, that's why you. That's why you like that. You still on milk? You should be past that by now. Right. Well, and I'm gonna show you how to get past it. Somebody walked by me and they didn't shake my hand. The devil will tell me. See that they ignored you. So you know what I do? How you doing, my brother? Praise the Lord! Oh, praise the Lord! I ain't letting the devil take advantage of me like that. <laughs> I'm past that. You feel somebody ignore you? Go to them, shake their hand. You don't no wait for them to shake yours. You go to them, shake theirs. Huh? Can 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 I get praying with us tonight? We're talking about maturity, right. Right. second base. <laughs> That's it. That's good. Maturity, because we're going to go into a few scriptures. Go to Jude 1 and 1. Go to Jude. It says here, Jude the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James to them that are not will be but are sanctified by God the Father and preserved or kept when something is preserved it don't spoil hear what I say? it don't spoil it don't get mad. Right. Yes, it don't say I ain't coming out here no more. You preserved. so <laughs> if you got that until you're not preserved. I ain't coming out there no more because they don't do this and they get preserved. That that you see, you, you that it'll solve that. Sanctification will solve that. He said preserved in Jesus Christ. Kept in Jesus Christ. And called. Every one of us are called to this. There's no exceptions. Everybody once we become members. We are called to maturity. We're called to sanctification. That's part of our calling. We're supposed to be sanctified. That's a natural process. It's not supposed to be something that 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 we, we you know we yeah we we struggle with the flesh and trying you know keep the flesh in order. The flesh want to get out of order and, and say things and want to do certain things. Yeah, there's always gonna be a battle in the flesh. Okay. But if we obey the word of God and getting in obtaining membership, when we obey that, we'll walk right into sanctification. Amen. We'll walk right into it. See, that's why the scriptures. Paul going back to obeying from the heart that form of doctrine. Well, if we continue to obey from the heart that form of doctrine, we'll walk right into sanctification. We'll walk right into it. Why? Because we're continuing, continuing to obey that form of doctrine that was delivered. That's what we get here. We don't get do the best you can. The Lord understand. We can keep the flesh in order, pray, fast, sacrifice. We don't want to do that nowadays. We want the blessing, but not willing to make the necessary sacrifices to achieve it. It takes sacrifice to achieve these blessings. Jesus said, if you come after me, the first thing you got to do is what? Deny yourself. It takes a sanctified person to do that. If you're not sanctified, you're not going to deny yourself. You're going to take up for yourself. You're going to justify yourself. You're going to hide. But a sanctified person, you know what they do is, even if they're wrong, even, and we're sanctified, we're not always right, but you know what? We'll acknowledge it. You know what? I was wrong. I I shouldn't have did that like that. Will you please forgive me? We're willing to acknowledge that and, and correct it. Not make excuses and justify it. Even if I was right. For peace sake. For Christ's sake. I apologize. I was, please forgive me. Please forgive me. That's sanctified. So we're talking about maturity tonight. Go with me to Isaiah, the fifth chapter. Go with me to Isaiah, the fifth chapter. We're talking about maturity tonight. This is the second base. Isaiah 5. And let's see. I want to go with verse 6. Okay, let's start at verse 5. Verse 4. Let's start at verse 4. I'm sorry, saints, please forgive me. (laughs) Verse (laughs) 3. I mean, it's so good. I was trying not to do so much reading, but I got to do it. So It said, and now, verse 3, Isaiah 5, verse 3, And now, all inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, uh, judge, I pray you, betwixt me and my vineyard. What could have been done more to my vineyard than I have not done in it. In other words, what more could God have done for us than what he's already done? God gave his best. He gave Christ. He gave his only begotten son. What more could he have given? So he's saying, if that's true, why am I bringing, why is these wild grapes coming up? We don't have any excuse for wild grapes coming up in our lives. Sour grapes. Our lives are sour. Huh? Sour attitudes. What is that? Is is that what Christ died to? to, Is that the best he can do? Is that the best his death can, 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 can do for us to walk around with bad attitudes? Feeling like I can come to church when I get ready, leave when I get ready. Is that what Christ? Is that the best His, his death can do? He said, "Why is He bringing the wild grapes?" Verse five, He said, "Now go to. I will tell you what. I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the heads thereof, and it shall be eaten up." And break down the wall thereof, and it shall be trodden down. Now verse six. And I will lay it waste. It shall not be pruned, nor digged, but it shall come up, but but there shall come up briars and thorns. I will also uh let's see. I thought it was Isaiah five and six. Uh Okay. God must have looked the wrong scripture. Okay, I apologize for that. That's not the scripture I wanted. Uh, go to, um, let's see, go to 1 Corinthians 6 and 11. I know it's in Isaiah the scripture that I wanted, but that's not the one. Uh I can't remember exactly how it goes, but but it has the word sanctified in it. Okay. And I thought I had it, but that's okay. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6.11. Somebody find it. I thought it was uh, Isaiah. It's Isaiah 5.16. Okay, read that. It may be 16. Read that. 5.16. But the Lord of hosts be exalted in judgment and the God of his holy... Yep, that's it. That's it. Okay. That's the one I wanted. I thought it was six. It was 16. But the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment. All right? And the Bible says in converts we're going to be redeemed with judgment. All right? Judgment is what we need. I don't need nobody petting my flesh. We don't. You're not going to get your flesh petted in God's kingdom. Not in the church of God. Okay, we don't pet flesh. We burn it up. Amen. That's what the Word of God does. Pastor Gore used to say years ago, the Word of God sometimes is like a dew. It just comes real nice. That, that works for some people, but some people don't move. Then it comes as a rain. Some people run from the rain. But some people don't mind. They're dope. Sometimes it comes as hail. Huh? Still some people won't move. It it putting it, it put dents in cars. And still some people want to get out. Then it comes as a fire. Now you got two choices. You either obey or get burned up. Those are, your, those are your options. If we don't obey this word of God, it's going to come as a fire. And Pastor Gordon said so you get burned up. Everybody, everybody going to see you get burned up because you smell like smoke. Your attitude is going to be smelling like smoke. Bad attitude. Huh? Whew. Man, I don't want to to be like her. I don't want to be like him. Look at that nasty attitude. You can see it all in your face. You're mad. Because the word of God is burning you up. You don't want to move. You don't want to obey. So you get burned up. Say, but the Lord of hosts shall be exalted in judgment in the God that is holy. Okay. The God that is holy. There's only one God that's holy now. Shall be sanctified in righteousness. That's how we become sanctified. It takes a righteous doctrine in order to lead us to sanctification. God is righteous. God is holy, God is pure, God is clean, God is undefiled. And so that's what he lead us to, a clean, holy, pure, undefiled, sanctified life. That's what maturity is. All right we're going to go to ministry now praise the Lord we're going to go to ministry service being used of God go to Acts the second chapter and we find that When the disciples, they were waiting up in the upper room. And the Bible says uh, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They were sanctified. Now they were in a position where God could use them. Okay. Go to verse fourteen. It says, But Peter standing up with the eleven lifted up his voice and said unto them, ye men of Jew, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. See, when we're when we're sanctified, God can use us to proclaim the gospel. That doesn't mean that everybody's gonna be apostles and but we can proclaim it in our own world, our own environment. Yes, we can proclaim it on our jobs. Yes, we can proclaim it in the grocery stores. When God gives us opportunity, when God gives us, you know, an opening, we can, we can proclaim the word of God. All right. So it says here, uh, these are not drunk, for verse 15, as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken of by the uh, prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days. Not when the last days. Right. These are the last days. Right. Says God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Not just the men. Hint. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Amen. Well, women are flesh too, right? And it says that your sons and your daughters shall do what? They're going to preach. So anybody tell you God can't use a woman to preach, what are they going to do with that scripture? God said he's going to pour his spirit upon all flesh. He's going to use everybody. Everybody going to have a job. Everybody's got a spiritual responsibility and accountability. All right. all right. He didn't say he was going to pour it out on certain flesh. And God is not pouring it out on all flesh just to be wasting time. or Because he's got nothing else to do. He's pouring it out on all flesh for a reason. Amen. He said... Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And all my servants and all my handmaidens, which are women. Okay. I will pour out in those days of my spirit and they, the servants, the handmaidens, shall prophesy. All right. So we see here that we all have a spiritual responsibility to get the word of God out. Okay? We all have that. That doesn't mean that we're all going to be pastors. Doesn't mean that we're all going to be apostles. It's not saying that. But the scripture says all. God's going to use all of us to a certain capacity. Okay? He's going to use all of us to a certain capacity to expound the Word of God this is the reason why we have to be knowledgeable of the proper doctrine we don't want to be ignorant we want to be able to open up to the people the Word of God and show them why we believe what we believe that's part of our ministry knowing the Word of God being able to show them through the scriptures that you can live a life free from sin show them through the scriptures what God would have for them to do in a personal way. I've had some people tell me, they say, well, you don't have, I don't have to go there to be saved. I say, you're absolutely right. But you have to be honest. You got to be honest. And you're not going to go down to the Baptist church and remain honest. Now try to remain honest in the Catholic church, see what happens. See, you go back down there, you're going to become just like them. That's right. Dishonest and unsaved. Right. So I don't tell people, I tell them, quick. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You don't have to come here to be saved. I don't have no Bible for that, but you better be honest. That's right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Uh, We're on ministry, right? Turn to Mark, the 16th chapter. Well, uh, Matthews 25, 15. Matthews 25, 15. Kind of bear along with me here. Matthews, the 25th chapter. And verse 15. Well, let's start reading at verse fourteen. Okay, we're talking about ministry, spiritual responsibility. Right. He said, "For the kingdom of heaven is like at like is like as a man traveling into a far country, which called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Think about the goods that God had given us in a personal way. Think about the spiritual goods that He." put in our hands salvation is good right Right. that's the best thing we got this side of eternity it's salvation and he delivered his goods unto us and unto one he gave five talents or five responsibilities to another two and to another one to every man according to his several ability okay we talk about ministry We minister according to the ability that God has given us. He's not going to put more in our hands than what we can, you know, what we can handle. Okay? Everybody can't be a deacon or a deaconess. Okay? Everybody can't be an elder. All right. Everybody can't be a pastor. But we all have talents. When we get saved, Uh, saints of God. God gives us certain talents. He gives us certain responsibilities. And we are held accountable for that. So he said, and he that had, verse 16, had received five talents, went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. In other words, he went to work. He put his talents to use. He applied himself With what he had. Well, God requires the same thing of us. We have to put ourselves to use for the kingdom. And whatever ability that God allows us, we have to apply ourselves. Not wait for somebody to ask. Not wait for nobody to ask me nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to apply myself and see what God would have for me to do. I'm going to work with the ministry. What can I do? I'm coming to the ministry. I'm not waiting for them to come to me. I want to be used of God. So I'm coming to the ministry. I'm coming to the pastor. Pastor. And he may say, wait. He may say, well, let's hold that for now. Okay? That doesn't mean that you stop. See, this is why sanctification is so critical because the pastor may not See that right now, so he may tell you to wait. Don't get discouraged. Don't get all depressed. No, we wait on our ministry. Okay, we're working with the ministry. All right. So he gave others five. He gave two The one that had five. He went and he, he and he traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two. He also gained other two. In other words, the five, he gained five. He put his five to use and gained five. The other that had two, he put both of them to use and gained both of them double. <laughs> both of them double. But the one that received one, the Bible says in verse 18, went and digged in the earth. In other words, he started making excuses for the flesh. I can't do that you know uh, if you know if I do that ain't nobody gonna see it What's you know there's no big deal with that. Yeah. started making excuses and dug in the earth, started making excuses within himself yeah. and became ineffective right. That's good. became ineffective, yeah. became useless, Make an became void Make an because of. He made, within himself, within himself yeah. started making excuses. Mm-hmm. Now, wait a minute now. The Lord came. See, the Lord came back. And he was looking for an increase. Oh, wow. He was looking for an increase. My God. So, it said, his, the Lord said unto him, the one that had the five, he said in verse 21, he said, his Lord said unto him, well done thou good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful over a few things. We have to be faithful in the few, the things that God has put in our hands. God may have only given you one talent, one goal, one something, put it to use. You don't have to wait. No, why make excuses? The one that had the two, he said in verse twenty-two. He said, "Receive two talents." And came and said unto his Lord, "Lord, thou deliverest me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them." And the Lord said, "Well done. All right." Verse twenty. Verse twenty-four. Then he which had received one talent came and said, "Lord." I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, gathering where thou hast not straw, and I was afraid. Fear is one thing that hinders a lot of us. Fear. Fear what people think, fear of failure, fear of being turned away, fear of being told no. Fear. I was afraid. And said, so I hear my talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast, that is thine. His Lord, uh, I'm going to go down to verse 28. Now watch this. In verse 28, I want us to pay close attention to this. He said in verse 28, take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten. What does that mean? If I don't use what God has given me, God will take that and give it to somebody else. God, I don't want to be used a devotional leader. But God say, oh, okay, I'm going to let you sit right there and be in the backseat condition and use somebody else to do what I wanted you to do. I'll give them the grace and make them a blessing. And what will happen? What happens in cases like that? People they get angry, they get jealous, they start making excuses, they start saying things like, "You know who she thinks she is?" Wait a minute. God wanted you, but you refused to move. So God had to. God wanted to use somebody. So he's looking at the one that's using what they got. So they're using all of what they got. God say, okay, fine. God take what, what he wanted you to do and give it to them. And if I'm not careful, I'll get bitter. Wow. So if I'm not careful, I'll get bitter. I'll get attitude sitting right up there in the pew getting attitude because God is using a, a 10-year-old to do what I should be doing. Who they think they are? We're talking about ministry. Am I going over my time? Oh, yeah, oh okay. Because I... <laughs> get me started here. All right. So he said, take, verse one take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten. For every one that hath shall be given. And he... And shall have abundance. God can use you in many ways when we unveil ourselves. It said, but from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he had. The opportunity that God would have given you, you didn't take advantage of. So God will take that. Give to somebody else. Use somebody else. And the Bible says, watch this. In verse 30, saying, cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. Right. If we're not careful, we'll mess around here and lose our souls. Because we're not in the place that God will have us. Where we're using the abilities that God has put in our hands. Those talents. Those talents. The abilities. That God has given us. He's given all of us abilities. Okay, we all have talents. We got talents we don't even know we have. I know I got talents I don't know I have. I never expect to be up here doing this. Praise the Lord. All right. Let's go to missions now. Let's go to missions. Go to Matthew sixteen, if you will. Go back to Matthew, the sixteenth chapter, verse fifteen. No, I'm sorry, Mark, excuse me, Mark sixteen and fifteen. Sorry about that. Mark the 16th chapter and verse 15. Okay, we talk about ministry. It kind of ties into mission. And Mark the 16th chapter, verse 15. He said, he said unto them, this is Jesus' talk, go ye into some of the world He said, go into all the world. Don't miss nobody. Now, let me me put this in perspective here. Did everybody accept Christ's ministry? Everybody didn't accept Christ's ministry. There were some places that Jesus couldn't even go in hardly because of what? Their unbelief. Some places he couldn't even go in. But that didn't stop him. Jesus said, go ye into all the world and do what? Preach the gospel to who? Some creatures, certain creatures, most creatures, everybody. Don't miss nobody. Verse 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. We get paid for that. Yes, we do. But he that that believeth not shall be damned. We get paid for that. Yes, we do. It's not up to us what people do with the gospel. We don't determine whether or not people be saved. We just tell it. And what people do is up to them. We get paid either way. Huh? That's better than trading stock. <laughs> that's, you, you can't lose. <laughs> Man, that's better, than, that's better than Wall Street. You can trade stock and lose. People have lost millions and committed suicide because of the losses. You can't lose preaching the gospel. No, sir. (laughs) You cannot lose. You get paid either way. Our job is to tell it. All right. Uh Matthew's 24 chapter. Matthew's 24. Uh, excuse me, 24, uh, verse 14. It says in this gospel. Now you have some false gospels out there. But Jesus said this gospel, this doctrine that has been delivered you. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world. For what? A witness. Not necessarily to save everybody, even though we want everybody to be saved. Decision that they make is up to them, but it's going to be a witness. Okay? It's it's going to be a witness unto all nations. Everybody's see, there's, there's, there's going to be no excuses when it, at, at, at uh, the day of the judgment. There's going to be no excuses. The Bible says it's going to be a witness to all the nations, whether we accept it or reject it. it, it if, if, if we accept it, it's going to be a witness for us. If we reject it, it's going to be a witness against us. But either way, it's going to be a witness. All right. Okay.